Hello, Sawona, how's it? Molo, Jambo, and welcome to Every Nation Devon Podcast. We hope this message will inspire you and draw you closer to Christ. Enjoy. Let, let's just pray. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you. You are a good, good God. We thank you so much for your word. As we, as we marinate ourselves in your word, Father, we pray that your word works in our hearts accordingly. In the name of Jesus. Father, we can never get tired of your word working within us. And right now, Lord, we just present our hearts and minds to your word. That, Lord, do with your word as you please with our hearts. In the name of Jesus. That let your word be a double-edged sword in our souls, in the depth of our hearts. Transform us, Lord. We present ourselves to your word this morning, not to sobs, but to your word. And Lord, let your word have its way. Because without your word, Lord, we can do nothing. Without your word, we cannot be fruitful. We submit ourselves this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we silence any voice, any drama this morning for us to get here, Lord. At home, traffic, anything, Lord, we just silence it right now. Commitments after this service, we just silence them right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We silence even those notifications. Where are you? We silence them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You know those notifications. You said you'd be here by now. He's approaching uh, Howick, wherever they are running from. You'll be here. Silence that notification. Silence. Uh, church, we are. I wish we, I wish we'd be wrapping up, uh, but we are not wrapping up. Uh, we are continuing with our series, Art of Spirituality. Okay, so Art of Spirituality, um, it's basically, we look at techniques to the engineers, techniques and to the doctors, we look at practices, and to the rest of us, we look at steps or things we need to put in place in order for us to prosper, in order for us to live a vibrant life spiritual life. So your, in your engineering textbook, you would be, what are the techniques to do this? And then in your medical area, it would be, what practices must you do to do this? I think even in the law side. And then to the rest of us who do not know English that well, we look at st steps we need to put in place so that, hallelujah, we can grow and be vibrant. Hallelujah. I will not go to the IT people who will keep rebooting every time the third step doesn't work. So I will not talk to those. But basically, that is art of spirituality. We look at what do I need to do to be the best version of myself? What do I need to do to be who God has called me to be? Because the honest truth, Bazalwane, we are not meant to be average human beings. We are Christians. You know, the, we, we, we cannot settle for less. You know, we, we, we are Christians. We are Christians. We are sons and daughters of the Most High, the creator of heaven and earth. The same God who made money. Give me money. He made money. The same God who made the mansions we want to live in, we live in. It's the same God. He made all those things. All good things come from him. So therefore, we cannot settle for less. We cannot allow ourselves to settle for average. Hallelujah. So, so that is what this series is doing. It's saying for you to get everything that you deserve and you should be having from God, 
Look out for these things. Look out for silence and solitude. Do that. That was week one. Pastor Wayne was touching on that. Let's go to a place of, that was week one where it's just you and God. Go find that place in the morning whenever, but have that place where it's just you and God. A place where you ask God that, Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying about my day? What are you saying about my head yesterday? What are you saying about the challenges I'm facing, Lord? And listen. Because if, if, if we don't do these things, we will remain average. We will remain average. We cannot be talking about the same lack we had last year, guys. Come on now. We, we, we cannot be talking about that this year. Next year, we cannot be talking about the challenges you face this year, next year. We can't. So we need to refuse to allow ourselves to talk longer for things that are ungodly. We need to refuse that. If, if, if you were prayed for, for something else, for provision, for the same provision, two years later, we are still praying for the same provision, then I want you to, this morning, say, you need to do something about that. Because it means when prayer is done here, you shut down on Monday or Tuesday. And then you will find that reminder, reminder two, years again, two years later, and we pray for the same thing. Of course, we won't get tired of praying for you, but I think my cry is you. You delay yourself. But thankfully, hallelujah, Jesus is still Lord. We will still keep praying until Monday and Tuesday you're on fire and you see that provision. Week two, we spoke about meditation. Meditation, you read the word, it stays in your mind how to meditate, how to make sure that you are meditating on the right thing. You want healing? Meditate on healing. You want provision? Meditate on provision. And then through that provision, you see the word working, not you working. That's the power of meditation. You don't lift a finger, but what you are meditating on lifts the finger. And it is only until we meditate that we will really see the power of meditation. Week three, we spoke about gratefulness, gratitude. Mamo Knox mentioned how it's, gratitude is a feeling, but when you express you are thanking. It's thankfulness. So as, as long as you are feeling gratitude and grateful, you have not expressed thanksgiving. And we need to be a people who enter his presence in thanksgiving. I remember she made an example about um, how God gives us things. You receive your provision. And then before you even thank God, you go somewhere. And I remember the scenario you made that you assumed that probably they were going to go and come back and say, thank you, Lord. But she was just encouraging us there from the Lord that we need to be a people who give thanks at all times. That thank you, Mom Knox, for that. Thank you. And minute, let it not just be a tick box of thanks, but let that thank come from a place of gratitude. And then we spoke about sleeping. Oh, Lord, I've been enjoying my sleep since that sermon. Then we slept. Mark, please don't sleep this sermon. It's for night, okay? So then we slept. Guys, I've been dreaming. Uh, if I slept wrong, I know already. Okay, fine, it's probably that. And I've been communicating my dreams. Hallelujah. I know someone who wrote uh, the dream he had to Travis. Now, Travis is a dream interpreter because of that sermon, you know. So, but 
We spoke about sleeping. We spoke about the importance of sleeping. The importance of an hour before. Switch off the phone, Mr. T. Switch off that phone. Do not update social media an hour before. If you cannot do that, put some orange glasses. But work on the light that comes into your mind. Guys, I am paraphrasing, but for those who have not seen those sermons, go on YouTube and just, and just look into them. They are so powerful. They are so powerful. I'm still working on my sleep. Um, uh, I, think, I think I need those glasses because I'm still battling to put my phone an hour before. Because now I don't know if I'm going to sleep at 9 or at 10. So you find that my, I've been away from my phone for two hours now. You know, because I couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> like, phone, where are you? So I'm still working progress and we thank God for that. Amen. Because it's a journey. But key for us is to acknowledge that it's a journey. And it's not just a tick box. You know, until you are fully transformed. Then Travis took us to the last part, which was, uh, Lord, please help me. Surrender. Surrender. Just when you think God is done with you, just when you thought you were doing so well at work, and then you come to realize that I've not surrendered to my position. Yo. So we spoke about surrender last week. That we need to surrender to our position, surrender to God's plan, surrender to our purpose. You know, so, so it's been a great time. And if you take all these things and you do what Auntie Claire, Mama Claire does, the cooking part, and you put them in a pot equally, not the other greater than the other or the other less than the other, ooh, that briyani, that briyani, that briyani. It comes out so well because meditation is in the pot, silence and solitude is there, you are, you are, you are treasuring sleep, you are treasuring that, you are doing that, and then you become this Christian, this man and woman of God who is not living an average life. And now, what we need, also need to avoid, you cannot do more of the other. They have to be equal. Just because you're meditating, I am meditating, pastor, I'm meditating, are you sleepy? Go sleep. Don't meditate throughout the night. Go and sleep. Of course, unless God says stays all the night. But hey, balance it out. Balance it out. There's a time for silence and solitude. There's a time to meditate. There's a time to sleep. There's a time to surrender. Hallelujah. There has to be a balance. So we're continuing with that. And before we continue, my name is Sobs, for those who do not know me. Yes, my name is Sobs. For those who do not know me, full name, so Nwabise, it means make us happy, Mama Trisha, it means make us happy. Okay, it means make us happy, say name Mtwa, I'm from Mtata, amen. As we continue with this series, I think all I want in God's heart this morning is that watch out, don't miss out. Those were the words that are coming out. Today's message, it is more about if you were coming, keep coming. If you were going, keep going. But whatever you were doing, do not stop. Keep going. Okay, so whatever it is, do not stop. That's the heart for today's sermon, that keep going. If you have not started, start. Amen. I met a, a, a lady this morning who has been coming to our church for a while, and she shared a testimony which I didn't see coming, and I thank God for that because, oh Lord, I want to sneeze, I don't want to cry, but, uh, but, 
Okay, so I met this lady and she said, Psalms, I've got a testimony. And she doesn't know I'm preaching. I'm like so grateful. I'm not telling her. I'm not revealing anything. And then she just goes. So last night, there was a shooting in her area. She's visiting. She's never witnessed the shooting. It's her first time witnessing the shooting. Before the shooting, she was playing a specific song. I won't mention it for the sake of the stand, I'm, uh, the, the place I'm in now. So she's listening to his song with his brothers and family. The mother is there. I'm trying to remember the story. When the song ends, shooting starts. Now the siblings know when the shooting happens. She doesn't know. So they're like, hey, it's shooting now. Oh, that's shooting. They take undercover in the house. Everyone is lying down on the floor. The first thing that comes to this lady is the Bible. Psalm 23. Now, the lady is born again, but the family is Hindu. They do not know Jesus the way she does. They have not accepted Jesus, their Lord and Savior. She's new in Christ. She's still a growing uh, Christian. Okay. She brings in Psalm 23. She starts declaring that. The mother asks, is that in the Bible? She says, yes, it's in the Bible. She reads that. Then, the, then they start praying based on Psalm 23. Protection, blah, blah, blah. Be still. When I go through the valley, all that will not happen. I will be still. The Lord is with me. She declares that. That is declared. We know Psalm 23, guys, and we've been coming to church. <laughs> now she does that. In her doing that, in her doing that, this is what happens. The mother asks, you have not prayed for your car. Now her car is parked outside on the road. There's a car next to her. So it's that community where probably it's small. The yard cannot fit the car. Maybe there are two cars inside. I didn't get that part of the story. I need to catch up. But basically, the car is parked outside with other cars. Now, her response to her mother was, uh, what was her response? I won't call you to come and remind me. But her response to her mother was, your lives are more precious than the car outside. Mm, how sweet. The praying, the praying stops. The shooting stops. She walks out. When she walks out, she's probably thinking that the car was, has bullets or whatever. The car next to her car had bullets, not her car. And that's the end. Of, I'm like, yo, Lord, look at you. Now, she spices it up even more. Like, that's God just spicing up her life right now. That the bullets apparently were two centimeters away from the, f the fuel tank of the car next to her. Now, for those who don't watch movies, if the bullet hits the fuel tank, boom, there will be an explosion. The bullet on that car was two centimeters away from the fuel tank, and she gave God the glory. Why am I sharing this story? Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Why am I sharing this story? We have to be ready in and out of season to apply the word of God. And that's the highlight. And that is the heart for today's sermon. That we do not know the time when we would have to say, now it's time to pray. We do not know that time. We have to re always be ready. It can happen when you walk out. It can happen. Anything can happen anytime. But will you be ready? Are you aware? And that is the heart of today's sermon, church, before we, we, we go. But hallelujah. Father, we thank you. So as we continue, by no means 
I am condemning anyone. By no means I am presenting myself as perfect. I am an amazing work in progress product of Christ. Hallelujah. So whatever I share, it's going to be an uncomfortable word this morning, but it's going to be a, a transforming word at the same time. So when you transform, I will also be transformed. Amen. Hallelujah. So Father, we thank you. I'll just keep praying, Lord, until I get to the slide. So key, this is what God reminded me of this morning. Basically, let me just reveal the title. The title of today's message is Mind the Gap. Mind the Gap. That's the title of today's message. What gap am I talking about? Have you ever, I know it's a yes, so don't reply. You leave church, Monday, Tuesday, you're on fire, Wednesday, you don't do the word. You forget the word on, on, on Wednesday. Thankfully, you are connected. You go to a connect group, you get a reminder. Then on Friday, you're on fire. Then on Saturday, there's a shooting, you forget the word of God, and you run. First thing comes, you run. So those are the yeses I was talking about. So yes, that happens. Have you ever been in a situation like me this other time? You are meditating, silence and solitude. You get to work, and man, things just go from south to north very quickly. North, I don't mean Palito Mtanga, but north is in the bad side of north, where things are just bad. And now, you are caught in between, Lord, I heard what you said. You said, be still and know that I am God. And now, I can't be still right now, Lord. Like, Lord, I, I just can't be still. And then you don't become still. They shoot, you shoot. It's just shooting in the meeting. Ba, 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 ba. But you, but you, but also you, but also you. And the Lord said this morning, be still. And the next thing, the shooting is done. And the next thing, somehow, somewhere, you are wrong. And you're like, I should have been still anyway. You know, Has, does that happen to you? It's been a long week. And then you get home on Friday, and then your lovely wife just presses that button, and he presses that button again, and you told her at one, baby, I'm not feeling okay. And then at 5 p.m., she revs on that not okay. <laughs> Woo! Huh? And now you are caught in between silence and solitude. Lord, what did you say? Lord, what did you say? What was that word? Be kind, love, patience, tolerance. Ah, Lord, come out. Yay! What are you doing? I told you at one. I told you at one o'clock. I've had a bad day. You are pressing on the bad day. Then hell breaks loose. We're not talking in the house. The kids are like, what's happening? You're not in the same room. What is happening? Yet you had the word. That happens. And I'm talking about that gap this morning. I'm talking about that gap this morning. That, that gap, your mother calls you on payday. Danam. Like, ah. Oh. Oh. I'm like, like, it's almost birthday next week. Mama is calling on payday. And you're like, yes, mom. Danam. Can you buy us dinner? Like, yo, Lord. The gap. Will I do? Will I? Will I? And this we answer. And this we answer. I'm too many dinner. I won't send the dinner. The gap. But what did the word say? Ooh, that's the gap I'm talking about. 
Oh, by the way, I did send it, so just so we are all in the... Just, 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 just so we are all in the same... Because I'm like thinking, what happened afterwards? I did. She had dinner. She was grateful. We'll have to talk about the payday part. Maybe I need to change my payday. Mommy, I actually get paid on the 30. <laughs> so that at least we don't talk around those days. But that's the gap I'm talking about. The gap that you, do, you don't see it coming but it hits you when you are not expecting it. And that's the gap I'm bringing this morning, that we've got to mind the gap. Before you come up here, you have to mind the step. And this is the gap I'm now bringing as part of art of spirituality, mind the gap. The gap is always there. And we are going to unpack what causes this gap. Sometimes you do the word occasionally, Today you forgive, hallelujah. Tomorrow you're like, <coughs> not today. Baby, not today. Darling, not today. I am not forgiving. Colleague, not today. But the word is still standing. Forgive, how many times? 77 times. Keep, just keep forgiving. Today you're patient. Tomorrow you're like, I am not in the mood. I am not being patient at all. You're going to see the closeness inside me right now. Monday, you're strong. Wednesday, you're like, not today. Yet Jesus showed us that it can be, it can happen. And if we don't mind this gap, Bazalwane, the honest truth is, this is where average kicks in. This is where average life of a Christian kicks in. Because we are not attentive of this gap. We're just walking. Yeah, I'm meditating. You're just walking, and the next thing, boom, gap happens. The next thing, you start condemning yourself. You're like, I, I'm, not, I'm not a perfect Christian. That, that, that's how you then introduce yourself. You know, I'm not a perfect Christian, um, blah, 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 but because why? You didn't mind the gap. But had you minded the gap, you're like, ah, mommy, I'll and then you jump over. Then you give mommy the money. Then you get home, your wife also had her own drama. You're like, ah, baby, I'm jumping over, baby. Can we talk about this tomorrow? And then you walk away because why? You are minding the gap. Your child presses your last button, you are in a till. I need to go to the loo and you are almost about to pay. Alana, can you hold it for two minutes? No, I can't. And there's uh, people looking at you. There's diversity and racial tontons like, oh, it's a multiracial queue. <laughs> and it's one of those queues where there's no understanding. You know, it's a very diverse queue. Very diverse. You are dealing with people who don't have kids. You are dealing with old people. Everyone is here. And you're like, okay, my boy, let's go. Like, guys, I'm so sorry. And then you run. And you're so impatient with him. You get to the, you get to the loo, like, quickly. <laughs> quickly. Like, like, rev on it. Oh, rev. And you miss out on a moment with your son. Yeah. The next thing now, you have to f f f apologize for the whole day. What can I do to make it up to you? I'm sorry, my boy, I was harsh. Now you have to, you have to clean up. Because why? The gap was not minded. Now, to mind the gap in that scenario, before you go shopping, you would ask, do you need to go to the loo? <laughs> While on the queue, you would have a label, I might go to the loo behind me. Because you are now aware of what's happening. 
So let's look at some verses we know that we hear on Sundays, but we hardly apply. The first one, Proverbs 16.3. I'm going to be asking you some questions, and I need you to look in your heart. Do you commit your plans to God? Do you commit? I'm sure you had plans to come to church, eh? Did you commit those plans to the Lord? You had plans to go somewhere after church. Did you commit those plans? Oh, no, 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 these plans are small. Did you commit? You have plans to go somewhere next week. You went somewhere, you had a business meeting. Did you commit those plans? Did you trust God to establish those plans? If yes, praise the good Lord. If not, we need to start working. Why are you not committing? Because there's a gap. You know you should commit. You've read this word. It's not the first time you're hearing it. You've seen it before. You've highlighted it before. It's not the first time. But you're not committing. Why are you not committing? There's a gap. We need to mind the gap. Mind the gap. Please say mind the gap. There's a gap, Azalwan. There's a gap. The second slide. Luke 6, 29. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. My good Lord. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Now, I need to give you a context of that word so that you understand it. Basically, the meaning of that word is don't fight for yourself. Trust God to do the fighting for you. When someone touches you, they are not touching you. They are touching your creator. Of course, the practicality of that happening are probably even rare. Because you are an amazing Christian, you would not be even in a slapping position from the first place. Unless you had left the Christian side of you, then you would probably have invited the slap. Because even before the slap, you would have apologized. Not because you are afraid, but because you are a Christian. Because you don't want hell to break loose. Because when you are a peacemaker. Because the same Bible says, when you are not seeing eye to eye, call a third person. So there wouldn't be any slapping. Hallelujah. But the moral of this verse is, who's fighting for you? Who's fighting for you? Are you fighting for yourself? That is, that is an easy one. We easily fight for ourselves. You're fighting. This business partner, you're fighting. Your children, you are fighting. How about we allow God to fight? It's a question. Ephesians 5, 25. Husbands. Husbands. By any. Are they here? Husbands, uh, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Husbands, are you loving her even when? Even when at 1 p.m. on a Friday? Are you? Next slide. Ephesians 5.22. These are just scriptures just, just to, to, to do some awakening in our minds to, to show you what I'm talking about. That wives, 
Wives, hello. Hi. Are you submitting? Are you submitting yourselves to your own husband as you do to the Lord? Are you submitting? Are you submitting? Even when he doesn't buy flowers sometimes. Are you submitting? Those are... I'm raising these things because I know Ephesians 5.25 is still a work in progress in me, nine to ten, nine years later. I'm like, Lord, teach me to love. You know? Are we doing these things? And the honest truth is they are a challenge. But I think I'd like to believe that at least we are trying. And hence I said earlier that whatever you're doing, keep going. There's a gap. Be mindful of the gap. Because if you look at just this, these three, these verses I've just mentioned, one of the reasons we fall into the gap is, did you sleep properly? For example, we spoke about sleep three weeks ago. Did you sleep properly? You're probably going to run out of patience. It's a matter of time you're going to run out of patience. Did you have a time of silence and solitude? If you had less of it, you're probably going to run out. It's a matter of time where you're just going to snap. Are you meditating in the word of God? It's a matter of time. That's when we start snapping. Because we run out of fuel which is key to us being above average Christians. By the time now you face a scenario, you break down, you collapse, because you have not applied or started working on the things we've been talking about. And we need to start working on those things. We need to start meditating. We really need to start pursuing silence and solitude. We really need to start practicing thankfulness. Hallelujah. So the list is endless of these scriptures. You know them. You know more. There are many more of these type of scriptures. I won't even touch on them. There are some scriptures where it says, children, honor your parents so that it will be long with you. Are we honoring our parents? We have monies now. We have all, don't look at your child, Bablanga, she is. Uh, so... <laughs> So, so, we've got our parents. Are we honoring our parents? Are we respecting our parents? No, I'm married now. You have your car. I've got my car. You've got your house. I've got my house. You've got your family. I've got my family. Girl, you're on your own. Are you honoring your parent? I've, if I can, I'll tell you about my sister next time, but basically, she's just on another journey of her own. Hi, mama, my budget here. Mama, you are not in my budget. Don't, 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 I can't. This is my time. I'm with my friends. Are we honoring our parents? That's the question. You know, of course, that honoring, it's, it, it, it also doesn't mean forsake where God has placed you. But I'm talking about honor. Are we honoring our parents? Joshua 1.8 says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful. Say careful. Say careful. 
to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. We've shared this word in this church, I don't know how many times. But what I want to emphasize here is be careful. It's the part, be careful. The word, the word was in the beginning, before you were even there. The word is older than you. The word, the word is wiser than you. It is, the word is just amazing. Just apply the word and let the word do its work. The word made things you see before you were even there. So, so the word, the word it, it is ahead of you right now. So when the word says forgive now, it knows why. Because it has went ahead of you. When the word says do not tolerate this, it knows why. Because I think one of the things we miss, we will tolerate everything, yet God is saying, now don't tolerate. Because there's a time to tolerate, there's a time not to tolerate. There's a time to be patient, there's a time not to be patient. But all those times will give glory to God and will leave you peaceful. So when the word says keep quiet, it knows why it says keep quiet. When the word says, I will fight your battles, don't fight your battles. Just like, Lord, I want to see your word. Okay, word, do your thing. I'm being still. Okay, Lord, do your word. I'm rejoicing. There's a trial. Ooh, there's a trial, guys. I'm faking it until it's true. I'm rejoicing. It's so difficult to rejoice. The trial is here. Rejoice. Like, Lord, teach me to rejoice in a trial because I want to see what's going to happen without me lifting a finger. I want to see what's going to happen by the time this trial is over without me doing anything. Like, can, can, can we do that with the word? Like, like, like I'm, Lord, I'm just going to fold my finger. I'm, I'm going to fold my hands. Do your thing, Lord. Do your thing. Just for the sake of seeing the word. Because this is what happens. The minute you see the word working the first time, you're like, okay, I see you, word. Okay, let's try it here. Okay. We passed that one. Forgive. Okay, let's forgive this one. Boom, the word works. Okay, let's forgive this one. Let's forgive Saul now, this one who persecutes Christians. Forgive. Huh? Like, and then the more you do it, the more you're like, you are a forgiver. Yeah, like, I forgive you, I forgive you. Before you even apologize, I've forgiven you, my darling. I've forgiven you. Because you have, you have done this thing and you saw it working. You did it again. No, he's really right when he says he's not a man that he should lie. Hmm, I'm getting to trust you, Lord. Hallelujah. Be patient. Now, patience doesn't mean you are doing this in the car or whatever for someone to get there. It means you are so calm and you are so still. You're like, okay, no, it's fine. I'll see you when you're here. Then you start practicing that. Because now the issue of patience is if you do not apply it fully, you are not at peace while the person is late. So your peace is stolen. You are here panicking. You are here and your mind, how could they do this to me? We said eight. It's nine now. How could they? Your mind is not here. 
By the time they get here, we all were so sorry, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Jesus is Lord, I forgive you. But deep down in your heart, you have no peace. The next thing, the fruits this meeting was supposed to bear, it doesn't bear them because you are not at peace. They are at peace. Hey, my God. They are at peace because they apologized. They apologize, hey, we are running late, we are sorry, so they're at peace. It's even worse if they did not apologize because now they get here, there's no peace. Because they did not apologize because, hey, we get late. You apologize, there's peace. You get there, there's peace. That is the life we should be living. A life of peace. This is how Jesus lived. He had peace. So when we talk about peace that surpasses all understanding, this is the peace we are destined to live. But the mistake we do is we don't mind the gap. We fall in the gap and then we stay there. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Hallelujah. Because, man, hey, Father, let's continue. Let, let's continue because there's somewhere I want us to go. James 8, 1 to 1, 2. Consider it pure joy, my brother, whenever you face trial of many kinds. Guys, like, trials are not nice. It's not nice not to have money. It's not nice not to have a job. It's not nice to have children. You do not know where they are. It's not nice. It's not nice when business doesn't go well. It's not nice when your staff is just doing their thing. It's not nice. It's your trial. Rejoice. Like, like, like get to a point of saying, Lord, teach me to rejoice. Teach me to rejoice. Mind the gap. There is a gap. We need to be overflowing Christians where the river flows. It's the same speed. When Umamu Knox comes and visits you, you are the same. When Sobs comes, you are still the same. When a stranger comes, you are still the same. When your kids come, you are still the same. When you get married or you are married, you are still the same. And then when we celebrate your life, he was a peace person. No one says, yo, I, I don't know that human here. Because whenever we were late, and these guys in church are like, really? Why are we in church? Even when we were late at half past nine, he was like, enjoy the service. He was always happy. But here at home, when they are late, what happens? Why is this word applied here and there? So why do, why do we fall on the gap? Let, let's just zoom in. The first reason we fall on the gap, next slide. We have selective application. Now, guys, you will not find that word in Google. I created that. Hallelujah. Praise the good Lord. I created that. Okay. But I haven't verified that yet. But I didn't find it. I created it. So basically, this word says, we apply the word in some areas. Connect group. Loaz. Ah, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. You get home. And talk also, Jesus is not Lord here. You're my husband. You should have done that. Blah, 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 blah. We have selective application. No, I will forgive these ones at work because it's just eight hours. I can't forgive them at home. Why? What happens? Do you know what happens? Let me tell you. When we get home, we, we put down our armor of God. Why? It's a safe space. 
You know me. I know you. We have a common understanding. You get home, you put down the armor of God. You get to church, you put down the armor of God. It's a safe space. The next thing, someone says something offensive, the next thing you snap very quickly. Because you treated that as a safe space. But the armor of God is supposed to be worn everywhere. So we hear the word, we apply it in certain areas of our lives, at work, at school, with your best friend. You laugh more with your best friend, but with your parents you laugh less. You laugh more with Ubablanga, Mamlanga, but your mother and father you laugh less. Child, what's happening? What's happening, child? You laugh more with Umak, you laugh less with me. I see you. I see you. You know, we have selective application. And we have to mind that gap of selective application. That, Lord, help me to be consistent in my application of your word. When I'm with these people, they see you. When I'm with these people, they still see you. Of course, my patience level may vary, but they still see you. Hallelujah. So let's avoid selective application. Next slide. We do things not led by the Spirit of God. We function out of the Spirit of God. We do things religiously. Ah, let me forgive because I must forgive. But, man, here, you are not doing it from here. You are not saying, Holy Spirit, help me, or the Holy Spirit is not even helping you. You are just forgiving. You are just being patient. But you are not driven within. Now, what happens when, Amima, when you do that on your own, eventually you die out? And the next thing you say, this word is not working. Only to find, yes, it's not working because you are doing it on your own. You are not doing it with its source, with your encourager, with your helper. You were not praying last night with the helper by you. You were doing it on your own. Eventually, you burn out. The Holy Spirit never burns out. The Holy Spirit just knows that now it's time for rest. Now it's time for you to keep quiet. So we need to be careful of that. That, Lord, am I Holy Spirit-led? Am I forgiving because I'm led by the Spirit of God? Am I serving because I'm led by the Spirit of God? Am I saying this thing because I'm sensing God is with me? Or I'm just doing it? Let me just do it. Am I giving? Because, for the sake of giving, because Pilila was so amazing, I just have to do it. And those are wrong motives. And those are the gaps we fall in. Selective application. Now, when you do selective application and not Holy Spirit-led, you will apply it here, not apply it there. Then when you come back here again, you fall on the gap. Because you thought you were so forgiving, because you only apply forgiveness in church only, so church is flowing, family is flowing, now you go back to work, you are not the same person, you fall into that gap. Selective application and not being led by the Spirit of God. The last point is we have no filter. We entertain little foxes, Bazalwan. What are these little foxes? What are these little foxes? There's a colleague of mine, and I didn't see that. I think I'm just grateful that I was prepping for the sermon, so my mind was just awake. Maybe let's talk when I'm not prepping a sermon and see how I would have responded. So for now, I look like the hero. It's fine. Jesus is Lord, okay? So in this scenario, I take this guy's stapler. I use the stapler. It doesn't work well. This guy. So I go to another guy. I ask, his stapler work well. 
They are the same color, same everything. So I start using this guy's stapler, the one that's working fine. I tell this one, hey, dude, your stapler is not working well, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm done stapling, and then I have to give him his stapler. He says, give me his stapler. He will not notice. It's the same, and he buys them anyway. So this guy buys stationery for us. And I say to him, no, look at me now. I'm like, no, unembeza, my conscience doesn't allow me to do that. So I give him his stapler, and then Dimnikesaki stapler, I'm at peace. Like, come on, Lord, you can't touch me. I'm someone prepping. So, so I'm aware of the gap. Can we be like that every week? I'm like, Lord, can I, can I be like, I'm someone prepping every week? Like, even this week, I'm like, minding the gap, someone prep. Like, mind the gap. So that is why James says, be careful. Because you do not know when. A little stapler, something as a stapler, changes someone's heart. It stirs fire in this guy. The next thing he's like, when he testifies about how great I am at work, he's like, dude, you have integrity. I'm like, integrity, me. Because when he saw that stapler story, he was like, this is the guy. He means what he says. And for me, I was just minding the gap. Hallelujah. So we need to be careful of these little foxes, Basalwane. We need to filter. We need to watch. Guys, I think we've said this many times. I'm not even going to dwell much. We need to watch things we take in. The music we listen to. Basalwane, come on. Can we level up? Can, can, can we level up? There is house music that has Christian content. There is go music that has Christian content. Like this artist keeps saying, Jesus, Jesus, you know? Like there is music that has a Jesus feature there. You know, can we level up? Because the things we listen to eventually, they eat us. Now imagine you've just listened to this poem, and the next thing, you are coming to pray. Like, yeah, 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 it's running in your mind all the time. Like, I cannot understand. I, I just can't comprehend. So, and the next thing, what you meditated on in the morning, then you put on Metro, Jesus is Lord in Metro, and you put on Metro, whatever. They play this song, and the next thing you get in, show up, you are dancing, dancing, dancing. Jesus is gone. It's actually gone. We are coming the whole day. We are housing the whole day. Life is good. And then these guys are asking, why are you so happy? No, man, I had this song. Oh, no Jesus anymore. Like, that was an opportunity. That Jesus is working in my life. Let's watch what we listen to. It's nice. I agree. I love that music. But we need to watch these things. Maybe let's listen to Gomi in the afternoon. You see? Maybe. Maybe let's start there to tone it down. Or maybe before you sleep, so you come your dreams alone, you know. But we have a life to live. We have people who have to hear this Jesus. The things we watch. Hey, guys, there's this Christian here. Now we have to watch Uspire. The next thing, we're watching Uspire and this Uzalos. And the next thing, you see something. Oh, I got about all these things I'm taking in. The next thing, you are so tempted because you, you used to watch these things. Now you, you are watching with the queen. Now the queen passes on. You're like, oh, she's still here. We keep taking these things. Eventually, they are eating us. They look nice. That is why Paul says not everything is permissible. 
Everything, no, no, these things are good, guys. The, the Bazalana shame there, we love them, they are acting so well, but not everything is permissible. Now, fortunately, if you are mature enough, you are able to take in and push back. But many of us, we take in and keep. By the time you treat people, you treat people based on what you've been watching, not what you read. Those two are completely different. So let's be watchful of that. Let's, let's be careful of this, those filters. So how do we avoid this? How do we then avoid this? I'm almost done, my friends. How do we then avoid this? Because I just cannot leave you like that. The first thing we need to do, church, it's things we know. As I said, when I started in the beginning, whatever you're doing, keep going. If you're going, go. If you're coming, keep coming. If you have not started, start. Ask those ahead of you. That's the first thing you have to do. Are you struggling to forgive? Find someone you think is very forgiving. And say, hey, I'm struggling in this area of my life. Don't wait for someone to come to you and preach forgiveness. Right now, set your heart. I have a battle. I'm struggling to forgive so and so. Find someone. I'm here. Trisha is here. The Langas are here. Your connect group leader is here. There are many leaders you know in church or your community. Find someone. Talk about it. Get all the advice and instruction you can. Why? Because if you don't do that, Kazi, we are settling for less. We are living average lives. Because this thing now will keep blocking you. Do you know why the Israelites spent so long? They didn't do that. They just withdrew from God completely. They kept doing all these things that were not of God. As a result, they took longer. A distance that, a, a, a distance that was supposed to be short was now long. Why? Because God was addressing their character. Can your character be addressed quickly? So that we can start getting blessings. You become blessed to be a blessing. You start seeing things happening in your life. Can you just set your heart and say, Lord, which area of my life needs to be addressed? Lord, I have a problem with patience. Who can you find and talk to about patience? The second point, we need to attend Connect Group Church. Can you say Connect Group? Guys, you have to get connected. You have to get connected. You have to get connected. A connect group, it's where after the Sunday, there are some people who are going to meet five or four in different areas, right? So they get there. Then they start talking. What did you think about the word? What did the word do to you? What do you think about this word? Then she says, he says, he says. The next thing, they discuss the word together. Then in this connect group, you ask a question. But I didn't like what he said. Then you start talking about that. Why did you not like it? Then you zoom in. I think he said that thing wrong. Okay, why? That's a connect group. It's where we unpack the word in detail. Then you take something to apply for yourself. Hallelujah. So let us not neglect the gathering of the saints. If it's not a connect group, have a frequent meeting with someone. Are you monthly meeting with someone in church? Someone who knows God? That's also a connect group. Have a monthly meeting with a brethren. A weekly meeting, if it depends on you. But do not neglect the gathering of the saints. And the last one. Confess your sins. We have got to own up that, hey, I'm struggling with this area in my life. 
I'm very impatient and I'm not proud about it. The Bible says when we confess, what will happen? We will be healed. We will be healed. Next slide, A.V. So why must we mind this gap, church? Why must we mind this gap? So that we may live a peaceful life. So that we may live, keep it there, A.V., a purposeful life. Because the more we apply this word and mind that gap, we get to the other side. What happens on the other side? There's freedom. There is peace. That there's an ability to rejoice when you are going through trials. There's an ability where there are things that don't move you anymore. Oh, you are coming for me. I see you. But now you can, you can now apply love on the other side. You are so excited to get to work and they don't understand what's exciting about this work. Now you are actually not excited about this work. You are just driven by God. You're not excited about it, like I'm typing all the time, doing Excel, I'm doing that. It's probably not exciting you, but because of the God in you, you are just like, yes, Lord, let's type, Lord. Trial, I'm smiling, it's a trial to type for me. But you are happy. You know, we start things, you are just driven by peace. Ah, the interest rate is doing that. You're like, okay, it's okay, Jesus is still Lord. That's the life we should be living. Like, that's the life, like, I want that house. And then you start praying. You know, like, Lord, can I have that car? Then you start praying. You don't look at that car and you're like, you dismiss yourself. I'm not in that income bracket. Then you dismiss yourself. On the other side, God says, all these things, they are yours. So these are the things we are missing out on. Can we mind the gap, church? I love what Moses did. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm about to really close. But Moses here, I'm done even with this. I'm just coming here. Moses is having a conversation with God. It's not going to come up. But this is, this is the conversation that fascinated me this morning. Verse 10, Exodus 4, verse 10. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh, Lord, I am not very good with words. I have never... I never have been, and I'm not now. This is Moses talking to God. He's like, God, me, and talking. I'm an introvert. I'm shy, you know? And then, this is the fascinating, and then God says, then the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? This is now the Lord asking Moses. I'm fast forwarding, verse 14. Then the Lord became angry with Moses. Come on. I'm like, there's a conversation happening here. Moses is being honest with God. Can we have those conversations with God? Like, Lord, I can't be patient. I can't forgive. I can't lead these people. There are extroverts. I'm an introvert. There are racial differences. There are height differences. I can't. Can we have that conversation with God? When I stand next to them, I feel intimidated. Help me, Lord. Help me to be tall inside their heart. Because when a tickle, you look at the heart, not the physical. Like, Lord, help me. And then the Lord helps you. Then you start reading these chapters that it's David, look at the heart. Then you, like, you feel so good in front of Daniels and the Waynes and everyone. You're like, yeah, champ, what's happening? You know? Because here, your confidence is not touched. Can we please stand?
Thank you, Lord. So, the more you master the gap, thanks, Mtembu, the more you see God's hand in your life. The more you see his plans for you happening without your involvement, the more those plans keep coming. Don't you want that? Don't you want that life? Don't you want to wake up and not compete with anyone? Like you are just enough. Single or not single, I'm just enough in God. Don't you want that? Like it's so beautiful. Don't you want your whole life to know Jesus? Don't you want your friends and colleagues to know Jesus? Imagine if your whole family knew Jesus. Imagine if your colleagues knew Jesus. Yo, imagine. Imagine if everyone knew Jesus through you. Just because of how you act around them. You are kind. You are loving. You, you are a child with integrity. Imagine. Don't you want that? Like the next politician might just be sitting next to you. And they're like, yeah, you are so kind, man. What's causing that? And you're like, it's Jesus. Like there's flooding. Hey, this guy is so at peace, man. Why are you at peace? Because it's Jesus. Then everyone starts knowing Jesus. There's no crime when there's Jesus, hey? Don't you want that? Like, like there's no fighting in families because everyone knows Jesus. You're probably the last Jesus they will see. My mother, I'm the last probably Jesus she will see. Like I'm the firstborn and I'm like that with him, with her. So I have to be kind because she will not have another firstborn son like me. What's your story? Can you mind the gap from today onwards? Why? Because there's a lot at stake. There are people who will come to know Jesus because you are standing. Because when you walk, you are careful. There might be a gap here. You are attentive. Monday, there might be a gap. Media, there might be a gap. I'm careful. I'm careful. So let's be careful Christians. Not just walk. My, there's someone coming. Okay, if I drink wine, I don't want them to see the wine. Because I'm working there. You know? If I'm taking a passenger, okay, I'm going to respect the Lord today because I'm minding the gap. Should respect the Lord every day, but don't we want to be those Christians who see Jesus? One day Jesus is going to call us. He's going to call you. Go talk to Malema. Go talk to the leader of what, what political party. We see a conversation here with Moses. Will you go? Will you have this conversation with God? Like, Lord, me. I'm not even a doctorate yet. I'm not even educated. But God says, go. Will you go? Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Let's close our eyes. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word that as we're about to go, we will trust you, Holy Spirit, to help us to close the gap. Because in our own strength, we cannot. this morning. Help us to be careful Christians. Help us to mind the gap. In all of that, Lord, we pray this morning.
that you search our hearts. You expose. That should not be there. So that we address it, Lord. Sing that and cause it this morning. That we live an overflowing life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, this morning. Help us, Father, this morning to mind the gap. Mind the gap when we're driving to home, to work, to look for the job. Help me, Father, to mind the gap. Because I, I, I will not see the enemy coming. Help me, Lord. I can't do it on my own. Help me, Father, this morning. When I'm lecturing, help me, Lord. That student who never listens, help me, Father, to mind the gap. My kids, Lord, help me, Father, to mind the gap. Help me to be attentive, Father. What, what my kids are watching, help me, Lord, to mind the gap. Help me, Father. Church, we're just surrendering our hearts to God this morning where we are. You know where your heart is. I know mine. Help me, Father, to mind the gap. To mind the gap even if I have everything I need in life. Mind the gap of pride kicking in. Mind the gap of not giving, of not being generous because I'm holding on to what I have. What you have given me. Help me, Father, to mind the gap. Help me, Father, from now on, let me not be an average Christian. Let me be a forgiver, a peace-filled Christian, a dreamer, a visionary, a self-starter Christian, a team player, a leader, an amazing manager, an amazing CEO, executive member. Help me, Father, to be, to be, an amazing, to be amazing where I am. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For more messages like these and other resources, you can visit our website at endurban.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel to stay up to date with the latest sermon. Be blessed.